Welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire children for success and to let their genius blossom. I'm your host, Diane Planadin, and this week's episode is a few tips and tricks and ideas to share with you as we are living in a little bit of a different situation right now. The schools are closed and parents have had to really up the ante and be very accountable for their children's well-being and education as we are in self-isolation during this very unusual time in history. So I wanted to give you some ideas because let me tell you, I'm hearing some people are already at the end of their rope because they don't know what to do. And I'm not going to give you a, a list of what arts and crafts to try or, you know, how to learn something new. This is more of a, an overall scope because I know you're creative and I know you have your own ideas and wherever you are in the world, the weather might impact that, the place you live may impact that, and your own family and traditions will definitely create some ideas of your own. So that's not what today's about. Today's about you and keeping your family well and keeping everybody just, just inspired and to create and to live and to thrive because we don't know what the future is bringing, so let's all get in that boat together and, and hang in there, okay? So today is really about routine, entertainment, and patience. These three factors are of the utmost importance. So, so important to keep, keep on keeping on. Structure is important in keeping your children engaged to keep the learning going and also for you to be a part of that. That is just vital right now. And I think we're all going to have a new appreciation for educators when this is all said and done. But if you combine articulate knowledge with tacit knowledge, which I spoke in length about last week, you will have an engaged individual, an engaged child. What do I mean by that? Well, when you learn alongside your child, or even if you're learning something on your own, by studying the material and then by putting it into action, that will... That will be a formula for success, and it really will be. And, and you have to find a balance between the two. You have to find a balance of powering down and actually studying and actually doing the work. And then you have to put it into action, and that's when you keep the spirits a little bit more alive because you're actually learning by doing and playing and being and really hands-on. So set the groundwork with the articulate knowledge and then take it to the next level with tacit knowledge and continue the learning by doing. And everybody can do that together. Everybody. 
and that's the fun of it. So that is when both sides meet, articulate and tacit sides meet. And if they did this in school, well, I tell you, kids would be running out the door to get there because then it would be all about them and all about what they can accomplish. So it's, it's time. It's time to be patient and share your knowledge in a very positive manner. There are literally no excuses here. If you're an adult and you're raising a child and you already have knowledge and that's knowledge to share. If you are on your own in self-isolation and just don't know what to do with yourself, give it a go. Learn something new and then try it out. Maybe you've always wanted to play the piano, but you can't read music. Hmm, now's a good time. Technology nowadays, my goodness, it is amazing. If you don't have computer access or internet access, well, I think you're going to be ahead of the game because you'll be able to actually learn something with your hands or actually finally take cooking to the next level and just be creative in that regard. It's unlimited. It is literally unlimited what you can do. So um, no excuses. Take the opportunity because I'm worried. And I, I know I don't want to sound like Debbie Downer here, but I'm worried that with this lag in education, if you don't take the opportunity then people will fall behind and society will fall behind and it will take that much longer to recover and recoup and just get to the next level. So take time, opportunities, get experience while mother earth is healing herself and us humans are getting healed as well. We, if we don't take accountability for our children, and help them and continue to let them grow and thrive and flourish and blossom and bloom, then I'm worried for our future leaders. Because in as much as <laughs> you may have a young child, well, that young child, they're, they're gonna, they can shoot for the moon, they can shoot for the stars, they can shoot for success, or they can choose to do absolutely nothing. And if you don't want any problems in your life, then do nothing, be nothing, say nothing, and you will have nothing. We're all in this together. So let's protect our next generation now more than ever. If you're homeschooling, then think big picture. Think greater than your environment. Think about the future because this too shall pass. And then what? Let's be ready. So let's dig in. Routine. Why do we need a routine? We're not at school. We're not at work. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's so much more important now, actually. Routine is so much more in, important because until a few weeks ago, we all had some form of routine. 
we got ready in the morning, we got our kids ready, we got their lunches ready, got them off to the school bus, or we drove them to school, and then we went to work, or we did the errands, or we did the yoga, or, 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 and we were always going in a hurry, nowhere. Now you're home. You need a routine. It's very tempting to sleep in. It's v- and I'm a good proponent for a, a snow day and sleeping in and snuggling, but it can't be every day. You have to get up. You have to get ready. You have to get organized and get going, even if you're staying home. That's right. You have to get up like it's at any other day. And, and here's some ideas for you because. Routine is is literally habit and we do everything by rote. And when you have a healthy habit, it's even more enjoyable. To be able to keep your day flowing, it's so much more enjoyable. So that is also part of tacit knowledge. And uh, I know I already talked to, to you about that, but it is ingrained in you. So it's there. You, you just have to dig in there. So if you have children at home, regardless of their age, you will need to find a new routine. Rather than feeling this is a burden, this is a new challenge. Think of it. I know. It's an opportunity. An opportunity to flow harmoniously with your family. And it will be difficult and challenging at times but you are resilient and you will find your way. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Albert Einstein, he had his own trials and tribulations through life and turned out to be amazing. So give it a chance because the one thing children understand is routine. What does that look like for you? Did you drop off your kids at school and then do yoga so you could find some balance in your morning? Great. Do it at home. Or have you always wanted to try yoga and didn't have time because you needed to take your child to school and then you needed to get to work and then you needed to do this and that for the boss and it was just overwhelming. So look for these little pockets of time that you used to spend, you know, traveling or doing somebody else's wish list. <laughs> Children love it. Absolutely love it when their parents pay attention. There's nothing better than when your parents pay attention to you and want to be part of discussions and dreams and hopes and looking at the clouds to figure out what shape those animals are. It's really fun. So do yoga as a family before the day starts or do it after breakfast before you start homework or uh, your day job at home or, you know, during that time you would be normally driving. Look for pockets of time. It's really important. So this is not work. This is opportunity to take your previous routine and just make it better. (laughs) Make it exciting. Make it interactive. 
Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. That's a very famous quote for Thomas Edison. Another very successful individual who had a fascinating life, and I think I might even do a whole episode just about him, but let me give you another example. Let's say on the way to work, you used to stop at your favorite coffee shop and read a little or visit with your friends before work. Maybe you're on a bus or a train and and have a travel mug of uh, coffee or, or tea and you're looking at your phone, reading your tweets or you're on Reddit or whatever social media site entertains you <laughs> when you're killing time. Gather your family, pour a coffee, a tea, a hot chocolate, don't forget those little marshmallows, and start your day together the same way. Depending on the age of your children, you can pretend you're on a bus. Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) There's something... Okay, I'm actually thinking about the Magic School Bus right now, and I am just... I love, love that. And if you can find some old episodes, but anyways, okay. So you're pretending on your bus and you're going to the coffee shop or you're at the coffee shop and you're all sitting around reading the the paper together. Hmm. Well, that's a thing of the past, but you're reading something. You're all reading something together and then maybe have a discussion about it afterwards. It might be a little fun. Get creative. Enjoy yourselves, and by all means, set the tone for the day. Get dressed and get a routine going. It is so, so much better. So much better. Next, my favorite, entertainment. (laughs) Oh my gosh, fun, giggly moments on your own with your children. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of adults being very creative there online um, as they're passing the time in self-isolation, making cute little videos and just, you know, shouting out and being natural and being human and getting group chats together for, for happy hours. So fun, giggly moments always have a place in the schedule. Always. I've also been hearing a lot of people are doing karaoke. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love karaoke. And uh, it would be really fun to sort of see more of that. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of people playing musical instruments on their balconies. Or I think there was a viral video that went out, like everybody in Italy hanging out their little windows singing That's amore. You know, it's just so, so inspiring in in the face of adversity to add a little entertainment and fun and music and singing and playing a musical instrument or just playing the pots and pans. It really brings people together. It's actually really quite fascinating and very important. The arts and music are so important to our culture, so important. So I love that people are using it to diffuse the situation. Um, there's, there's almost limitless things I've heard from people and how they're staying sane in their sanctuaries, in their day spas, home spas, 
And uh, so I'm going to um, share a few with you. And, and singing was kind of like number one. But singing about whatever you see around the house, but also wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> That's so quirky, but so fun. I'm just loving it. Another one was a fashion show for cats. I love cats. I love dogs. I love animals. But there's something super cute about cats and how they can walk on, like on the runway and how they're just, you know, they have attitude and it's just fantastic. There was one really spectacular photo I saw from Times Square of a prima ballerina, Ashley Montague, where no one was in Times Square and she had on a face mask, a gas mask. She had some kind of mask on just, but you know, as, as representation of, of what's going on. And she was performing in Times Square on a literally deserted street. So that was quite dramatic, quite dramatic. One of my favorite things I heard from a writer was she uses in her classroom to engage her students to write. She has a rubber ducky collection and she'll give these students a rubber ducky to uh, as a writing prompt, which I thought, oh my gosh, that is just brilliant. If you're trying to bring out the creative side and learn how to write and learn how to do and storytelling and, um, and just engage your children or your students and you give them a tangible object and something like a rubber ducky where one student might get a, a rubber ducky with sunglasses on and one might get a rubber ducky with a mohawk or is pink in color or just there is a plethora of different types of rubber duckies and she may give two or three and then there's a backstory and wow wow something so simple that I'm gonna guess some of us have in our house or really any toy or really any object can be a writing prompt and I really hadn't thought about it that way before so thank you Lindsay Mitchell from New Hampshire who had the most amazing collection of rubber duckies for her students I thought that was fantastic as I mentioned, the, the list is endless and the number of crafts and creations people talked about, it's amazing. The little snuggles and the hugs for, for people who are in isolation together, playing with cats, playing with puppies, playing the piano, just having some play time, super, super important. I think before all of this, uh, Netflix or different providers of movies had marathons going on already while well, that has increased exponentially and what i really love and i will speak to this further when you watch a movie together and then you have a discussion afterwards and you discuss what the movie really meant to you no right or wrong answers but what i'm finding is there's a lot of messages that come out in movies there's a lot of creativity there's a lot of subliminal messages 
And sometimes we don't take time to digest that. So it would be kind of fun just to sort of get some discussion going and getting perspectives going. Again, no right or wrong answer there because it's all about interpretation, which I think is really a fun way of also getting to know your family members a little more. And of course, there's cooking and baking, my favorite. (laughs) But why not take it one step further? Did you ever think of baking your own periodic table? Mm Mm-hmm. Chemistry, well, you might be studying chemistry right now, and, oh, geez, I don't think you brought your lab home with you to practice. And maybe just something like baking, incorporating the science of baking and cooking a uh, this periodic table. It's super fun. And I actually did that for my son Nicholas one year when he was taking chemistry because the periodic table, well, it can be a little overwhelming at times. <laughs> and <laughs> I made it fun. I made it interactive. I literally baked out the whole little squares, all these little squares, and then I iced them with all the elements and laid them out and... When he was finished learning it, then he took it to school and showed everybody and they really enjoyed that. And it became actually part of the chemistry classroom for a while. And, you know, you don't have to bake gingerbread periodic table like I did. You can make it out of any cookie. Maybe you can make it out of bread. You can cut out little tiny pieces of square paper and write out all the elements and then maybe make it a puzzle. I think that would be fun. Less struggle. Again, this is a prime example for what worked for us on articulate knowledge, what's in the books, what's in the text, and turning it into tacit knowledge where you can actually touch it and feel it and look and do because that's what puzzles well that's that's what makes them so powerful right puzzles that well <laughs> can can really be so enjoyable very interactive one people two people five people doesn't matter think about it just think about it because it really made a difference and like i said you don't have to start baking but if you want to discuss some chemistry the chemistry of baking the chemistry of food and then make something out of it related to chemistry which reminds me of deepak chopra he always says there are no extra pieces in the universe everyone is here because he or she has a place to fill and every piece must fit itself into the big jigsaw puzzle. So we all belong. We all connect. We can all get creative and take this time to get silly and giggly because it'll make your days so much more fulfilling. It'll get your minds and ideas just flowing and thinking and doing and being. And I just love that. So routine, entertainment, and finally, I'm going to say the most important one is patience. 
Patience is a virtue. These are uncharted waters for all of us, and you will have your patience tried on more than one occasion. You will need to be flexible, but it will make you stronger. It really will. How people react to change, well, that's what really, really measures your mental fitness. The Latins had a word for this. It is called amor fate, which means love of fate. That's pretty difficult right now, loving fate, the fate the universe has has dealt our globe. But it also meant you you can work through it. Because this pandemic is not just happening to a few. It's not just happening to a city. It's not just happening to a certain economic stature of people. No, no, it's happening to us all. And it requires patience and trust like never before. And when you're in self-elation, that also means for your children, you really, really, really need to be strong. You need to be super strong because this is a burden that they are not responsible for and that they need to really have you and your support to get through it. Your home life and your children are of utmost importance right now. Utmost importance. Have that discussion. Do not let them believe that this is not real, but rather take the time and the patience to explain to them why this is happening, how the virus is spreading, and how it dominoes around the world. Because it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, you're not immune. And that's why it's so important that we stay patient and life isolate so we can flatten that curve. By having a discussion with your family and being detailed about it, your children will learn how to think for themselves, how to really process information and really kind of go, hmm, that makes me more curious. Tell me more. Let's look into that. Help them learn to think for themselves, but it takes patience because it's so, so tempting to tell them how to think. <laughs> Do not impose your views or the viral views that go around in social media on your children. Inform them with facts and information so they really learn how to think for themselves. It's vital, vital. And you have the time right now. So I hope you have the patience. With patience, routine, and a glimmer of entertainment, you will prevail. You will prevail in this self-isolation state. You will grow as an individual. You will change and feel so blessed and rewarded because you're going to see the difference, not only in your children as they blossom before your eyes, but also in yourself. And you've really changed and had the patience to look and listen and digest and think 
because we're no longer going in a hurry. We're here, we're slowed down, and we have time. As mindful humans, we know we need to be physically isolated right now, but that doesn't mean we have to be mentally isolated. Human contact and support are important at all times, but particularly in times of crisis or stress. Now, more than ever, we need to look out for each other. That last excerpt was a quote from Dee Kafari. She's a British yachtswoman who has, well, she's sailed and been in isolation on a few occasions. So I think she knows what she's talking about. Live well, my friends, and be safe and look out for one another. Remember, routine, entertainment, and patience above all. Because we're all born with a gift. We're all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within. And we are going through change like never before. I wanted to thank Nicholas, my son, for his music composition for the show. I haven't thanked him for a few episodes and I wanted to just be thankful. Thankful I have a child. Thankful for having a family. And thankful for you for actually listening and engaging and reaching out and asking me questions or giving me some super, super ideas. So if there is something you really would like to hear about for the show, please feel free to reach out on the flourish.mom website and and send me an email or in the comments section in uh, the, on YouTube, stay strong. And in the words of Winston Churchill, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. I'll see you next week. Stay courageous.